Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam Analyzes. Hopefully everybody's doing great. I know I say that a lot, but I really do hope you're doing good. And I apologize for not being on last week. I've been on a pretty regular schedule lately. However, I was on my little mini vacation. Went to Sunrise, Florida and the BB&T Center to see Iron Maiden, which was an amazing show. Uh, I went with my girlfriend, Nicole, and, well, we had a great time. So, hopefully you guys miss me. I am back, and I guess we should get into the episode. Just this last Tuesday, Warner Brothers and their home video department, whatever it is called now, decided to release a fifth entry into the Critters franchise. And, well, Critters Attack is the new official fifth film, which I guess if you're chronologically speaking would take place before number four. So it's one of those based off of number four being set a hundred years into the future. But we're not talking about number four. We're talking about Critters 5, which is actually Critters 4. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, Critters Attack uh, was released on July 23rd. And, well, it wasn't bad. That's the first thing that comes to mind. This is one of those films that you put it on and it's easy to just simply forget after it's over. And that's probably one of the issues with, I guess, any of the Critters sequels, such as Critters 3 and 4, and even Critters A New Binge. I think Critters A New Binge has a better title than Critters Attack, but as far as quality, Critters Attack is far and away a better product than Critters A New Binge. I am one of those fans that is always going to love the first two Critters films. They struck a good balance between the humor and horror, and they had something that the other sequels did not. I can't quite place my finger on it, but I know that there's something missing from the Critters sequels. But before I get too wild and crazy into the Critters series itself, which I really do not intend to do here, kind of unavoidable potentially, um, I want to read the synopsis of Critters Attack, and it is probably one of the most basic synopsises for any movie that you could ever hope to read or hear. Uh, Critters Attack is about a babysitter takes kids on a hike, unaware an alien ship full of hungry critters has crash-landed nearby. And honestly, that is pretty much the entire plot of the movie. It's basic, sure, and that's one of the worst things about the movie is that it does not handle the actual overall story well. Uh, I would say the last third of the film kind of makes up for it, but it's a little... I guess too little too late. Overall, the movie, like I said, is not bad. It's just not exactly what I was hoping for. However, I did have my expectations in check. I did know what I was getting myself into. If you go into it with that kind of mindset, you might wind up enjoying it a little bit too. Just be prepared to sit through a lot of boring segments 
and poorly filmed segments. One of the best things about it is that it does have a bigger budget as opposed to Critters A New Binge. Critters A New Binge, I believe, had like a $200,000 budget. Did not have a budget at all as far as making a professional looking product. At least this movie is shot with a little bit of competency. And also, it doesn't look half bad. The Critter special effects and animations are good here. It uh, pretty much looks ex- more or less exactly like the original films. The effects are our head and shoulders above what was done in Critters A New Binge. And I know I'm comparing the two products, but it's like a night and day difference. And it really makes the movie more fun as a whole. I can actually go ahead and look past some of the bad acting in the movie. That didn't bother me. The biggest problem is the, I guess, editing of the film. This movie feels a lot longer than what it actually is, and that's why I said the last third of the movie is one of the most entertaining things about it. We get the Critter Ball back, uh, we get the mysterious Aunt Dee character, which is actually played by Dee Wallace Stone, who was actually in the original Critters film as Helen Brown, or the mom in the movie. And it was actually cool to see her here again, I don't know. Uh, She went and said in an interview that she's supposed to be playing the same character, that her family is dead and this and that. I don't buy that. I kind of wish that it had more ties to the original series, but whatever. This is the official yet probably unofficial, I guess, Critters 5 in the series. So... We're just going to take it at, hey, maybe it is, maybe it isn't the same character from the first film. Either way, good to see her back. Uh, She has some pretty cool moments. Uh, It's a little weird because she's a bounty hunter now. I don't know how that's supposed to be. I imagine they did not have the face-changing bounty hunters in this one. Possibly for budgetary reasons, I don't know. If you were hoping to see the bounty hunters, just know that they're not here. And while that is a disappointment, it wasn't a huge gripe. I'm actually hoping that this does well so that we can maybe get more Critters films. Do we need them? No, but I really do love the series. So hopefully this does well enough to warrant a sequel. And also that they get a little bit of a higher budget and maybe a better scriptwriter. If you want a scriptwriter, I know exactly the person, uh, the right person for that job. And that would be me. So I would definitely write a Critters film that the fans would enjoy. I'd probably get in on it with uh, Will and Marvin as well if they would go in on it with me. So Warner Brothers, if you're listening, give me a call. All jokes aside here, let's get back to the actual film. Again, I said it's not a bad film, and I know I'm going to keep repeating that because Critters A New Binge left a bad taste in my mouth. This wasn't supposed to be a comparison between the two, but unless you're absolutely curious, I'm telling you to stay away from A New Binge. Um, 
it's one of those I did an Adam analyzes on it and the more I think about it the more critters a new binge I really don't care to see that uh, again in the rest of my life but I would probably go and buy that one just because I'd want to have a completion of the series even though it's terrible where this is not terrible it's actually completely watchable. One thing I did want to get out of the way is that I do know that one of the users on Internet Movie Database, which is kind of a terrible place sometimes as far as the reviews, movies will uh, be either rated too high or too low. I think Critters, uh, Critters Attack here is rated a little bit too low. It's at like a 3.4. Definitely deserves to be at like a 5, um, maybe a four and a half to five level it's definitely not that bad however this reviewer or this user went and said that this was a product to please the SJWs uh, for people who do not know what that is that is social justice warrior I'm not going to get into that too much here uh, if you're really curious as far as what that actually is go and look that one up However, they said that this was designed to appeal to the SJWs or was made by them. And I know exactly where they're getting at. The main character here is a female and the main hero is a female. And then also we have a female critter uh, who is known as the queen who was actually taking out the male critters uh, to keep them from taking over the earth um, sure if you want to look at it that way I guess you could actually put that together however this was a movie where I shut my brain off I don't look for those things too much uh, sometimes it's a little heavy handed I didn't get the heavy handed feeling or nature here so it was actually something that was a little bit surprising because it didn't come out and I guess blatantly slap me in the face with what it was trying to do as far as that goes sure it's there if you really want to look for it but it's non-existent to me I don't watch movies generally and uh, think of them in that way but every once in a while yes this one here definitely not even though I see what they're getting at so there's not too much really to say about this anymore other than if you're a fan of the series check it out you probably don't want to buy it unless you're a completionist like me you probably want to go and rent it on a streaming service or something like that it's probably your best bet uh, i would say 1999 is definitely too high for it right now or maybe even wait till october when it airs on the sci-fi channel because this was a co-production with the sci-fi channel much in the way that leprechaun returns was uh one of those as well but this uh this wasn't half bad wasn't half good it was just kind of just kind of was so i definitely say if you have an open mind check it out it's it's a 90 minutes and not a bad time waster i guess but with that being said, I think I'm going to close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore analyzes and at Adam analyzes 
on Instagram. Also got a website, adamanalyzes.com. And go ahead and check out our podcast, In Our Honest Opinion. Again, got some fun stuff on there. And uh, if you haven't heard the latest episode, we got a Lion King review of the new live-action Lion King. So check it out. And with that, good night.